Hello and welcome to the warm-up for Sunday, May 1st, 2022, the third Sunday of Easter. My name is Father John Jaska, the pastor of the Chatham Catholic Family of Parishes. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, you have no fish, have you? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net to the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in, because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, only about ninety meters off. When they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, a hundred fifty-three of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to them, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and to go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands, and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. After this, he said to him, Follow me. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Happy Easter, everyone. This is a long gospel with some amazing um, moments when I think about it, when I look at it, um, to, to reminisce and to reflect on as we continue to celebrate the resurrection of the Lord and, and what that means from kind of the sense of rejoicing in the resurrection to rejoicing in the mission of the resurrection. And there is a distinction that happens during the Easter season where we we rejoice in the empty tomb, we rejoice in seeing Jesus alive to this being sent out to share the resurrection. How does the resurrection change our lives? And uh, we, we go back at the very beginning of this gospel, Peter says, I'm going to go fishing. The other disciples go as well. Um, and they catch nothing. 
Jesus on the shore says, oh, you didn't catch anything. Throw the nets on the other side of the boat. Which made me think about the time when he says, let's go out into the deep waters. And I say, Lord, we, we, we fished all night, didn't catch anything. But if you say so, we'll go out. And that's where I think John realizes, it says to Peter, it's Jesus. You know, we remember what happened when, we, when he told us to go out fishing. We caught all this fish. And so there is this recognition. Again, there's that hint of mission. You know, you'll be fishers of people. You know, so Jesus right away in the resurrection, don't uh, fall back uh, to what you've done before. You still have a mission. Follow me. Uh, and so, so here it is. So there's that reminiscing. You'll be fishers of people. And then Jesus asks the questions of Peter, you know, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he asks that three times. And that's, in a sense, to reconcile the three denials of Peter. And of course, you know, Peter responds, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. You know that I love you. You know, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus' response, feed my lambs, tend my sheep, feed my sheep. And that's that call, that missionary call that all of us as disciples are called to do. We're called to feed the lambs, feed those who are hungry, uh, not only with, with food and with money and resources and that, but to feed them the gift of faith, to tend the sheep, to take care of those who are in need, to those who have strayed away. And of course, to feed again, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. Um, giving them the words of life, giving them the grace of the resurrection. And at the end, he talks about kind of this, you know, foretelling how he would glorify God. You know, Peter's sacrifice, um, willing to be a martyr, to lay down his life for Christ. And at the end, the last words of this gospel, follow me. Powerful reminder for us in this time of the post-pandemic world, when I when I look at uh, our family of parishes here in Chatham and and talk to fellow priests and and kind of look at and work with the staff um, to try to not just recover from the pandemic, but to a moment of re-embracing this sense of mission, this sense of uh, proclaiming the good news. So often we get caught up uh, in trying to hang on to what we have. Um, but we're in a reality of a world that really needs to see uh, the resurrection in a new new way, in a new light, in a new energy through us, um, the faithful. Um, you know, church is not, you know, our faith and, and, and our Catholic faith is not about just going to church. We, of course, need to go to Mass, need the sacrament of reconciliation, but for what purpose? Not to try to satisfy God, so appease him so he's not mad at us. But we need the gift of our faith communities, our family of parishes, our parish communities to be united in an open heart to God's grace for the resurrection to transform us. You can see even in this gospel, the apostles kind of go back to fishing, go back to their jobs, go back to their old way of life. And Jesus pulls them back and says, hey, I'm alive. You know, remember what your task is to be fishers of people. And I think... Um, for us, you know, I'm thinking about my own com community I serve and think about how as a church looking ahead, we have to not try to, a a as the pandemic hopefully subsides, to fall back to what we were before the pandemic, where we were and as we still are now, declining attendance, declining revenue, declining vocations to the priesthood, 
um, kind of a, a loss of energy um, that we need to, and, and that we've drifted away from being relevant in our world today. What are the signs of the resurrection that uh, can transform and convert our hearts to finding uh, new methods and new ways to engage this culture, to engage uh, society, and to empower the people in the pews, the people that are coming, and especially our young people, to be able to share the resurrection because our lives are different when we truly embrace eternal life, when we embrace Jesus' resurrection, that Jesus is alive and that we have a different way to live our lives. Part of that strategy of conversion, of course, is having amazing celebrations on the weekends, uh, offering huge hospitality, but it also involves reaching out. It involves forming the faithful and sending them out. You know, for us, it's the sacramental families that we're preparing for baptism, first reconciliation, first communion, confirmation, couples getting ready for marriage. The opportunity of us having our Catholic schools to access um, all these families, all these young people and all these staffs to uh, allow them to really resonate and experience Christ's light and the joy of the resurrection and new and powerful ways that draws their attention, that inspires them. And so we do have to, in some ways, look at what doesn't work anymore and to let those go and to embrace the new opportunities and the new ways to engage the world, to um, transform the world with God's light and God's love. And of course, we do that first and foremost through prayer. We, do, we don't do it alone. We do it as parish communities, as families of parishes, to be able to live the good news. And we have to do it together um, as communities of faith, empowering uh, and sending out um, the faithful who are confident, who are transformed by Christ's love, uh, and, and who share their talents, their gifts, and the opportunities to tell the story of God's love in their lives. So the Easter season is not just about Jesus rising from the dead. It's this renewal, this opportunity to be sparked by God's love, by the joy of the resurrection, to be faithful messengers of hope, light, and joy in the world, to bring um, mercy, to bring a hope fulfilled, and to bring a light that the world desperately, desperately needs. It begins and is sustained through you and I, through our parish communities as um, constant shining lights. Let us pray that we can see the Lord in the gift of our faith and open our hearts to him who empowers, who transforms us to be courageous in a world that resists the gospel and resists the good news. Jesus is alive. He is risen. Let us live that resurrection today. God bless you and we'll see you this weekend.